What's going on, everybody? I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. And welcome back to another episode of We Are the Batman. Today, we are doing something kind of fun. Uh, we are going to break down some of our favorite episodes from the world of Batman animated. This could be Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, The Brave and the Bold, The Batman, Justice League, any of these animated animated shows that, that feature Batman. We're going to talk about our favorite episodes um this was actually uh this idea was was one of yours matt so i'm i'm gonna start off by asking you just you know um um what's your favorite batman animated series i you know it's kind of funny i i want to say batman the animated series the one from the night but i've having re-watched a lot of them i almost want to say that the Batman might be kind of neck and neck with it just because I think Batman, the animated series, there's so many of them, the like, especially when they get into when it's Batman and Robin, the quality of the, some of the storytelling and the animation starts to decrease significantly there for a while. But, um, but then that last season is every episode besides the animal one is great. <laughs> so it's just like it's like yeah i think it's still my favorite like the batman is fun up there especially because you know it has nightwing that's true that's true i i will say having just finished re-watching the batman animated batman the the animated series the batman i have to make that that, that distinction now because there's a movie called the batman that's incredible that i also just finished watching um <laughs> i will say it um didn't hold up for me the same this time around um i found myself actually enjoying it a little bit less this time around but not to say that there wasn't a lot of good things in it we'll see if any episodes make it onto either of our lists though so we'll it's uh, kind of interesting in that like good no i'll just say that the thing with that is it's definitely a saturday morning cartoon like it is what it is unlike any of the other batman animated shows it's so much a saturday morning cartoon and it is honestly like this that show ends and the saturday morning cartoon thing is gone quickly after yeah you can yeah because i remember because having just watched because the final episode i don't think they knew was going to be the final episode because it ends on such a kind of a lame note um there's not really a whole lot about it that's like tying a bow on anything um and yeah, pretty much after that is where you see the whole kind of Saturday morning cartoon trend just kind of die. Um, and and the Batman yeah. very much felt like a show that was geared towards just like making toys because um, it was very it was very, even for Batman. It was gadget heavy. But uh, I don't want to sit here and, and, and spend too much time being negative. Let's let's get into the things that we liked. <laughs> and I'm going to have um, let's yeah. start with you, man. What's your what's your number five on your list? My number five comes from Batman Brave and the Bold. It is the Music Meister. Oh, let's hold on that one. Okay. Okay. We're hold on that um, one. Let's do this. I know it, I know it's a different podcast, but in, in the high five thing, we always say wait for the sequel. Does that count? You want to go with that? Or you sure, let's do, go, let's uh, go wait, wait for the sequel. Do, okay. Let's go wait for this. Okay. So then what's your number five, my friend? My number five is This Little Piggy from Justice League Unlimited. Okay. So you included Justice League cartoons. If they were Batman centric, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. I'm going to stay with my list. I'm going to stay with my okay. list. Um, and yes. I, I picked this one for a couple different reasons. <laughs> other than the fact that it's a Batman-centric episode. Um, it, but it, it's got some of my favorite dialogue that Kevin Conroy has ever spoken, which is he's on the rooftop with Wonder Woman, and she's putting out – she's kind of hinting at the idea that they could date – to which he says, number one, dating within the league always causes problems. Number two, you're an immortal warrior princess from an island of women, and I'm a rich kid with issues. It's not going to work. And it's a great, hilarious exchange to hear Batman even just kind of oversimplify his situation. I'm a rich kid with issues. It's like, yeah, kind of. Um, but also the episode has Kevin Conroy the Juilliard-educated actor, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, singing the classic blues song, Am I Blue for You, beautifully. Um, yes. And it's just, it's a great moment. It's its an episode, it's not a very serious episode. It's got a lot of frivolity and almost silliness to it because Wonder Woman's turned into a pig by a, by a Greek god, Greek goddess, rather. Zatanna's involved. Um um, and what's his name? The the, the animal, um, the animal here. Wannabe. Wannabe, who is a ridiculous character even to begin with, so much that he's a he's a joke in the Brave and the Bold, um, which the show in general is campy enough. He's like he's even can't, too campy for that show uh, until they do him really well. But so it's just it's a very light episode, but there's a lot of heart in it, a lot of character in it, and if you're just a fan of Kevin Conroy. And like his Batman getting taken down a peg here and there, this is a good episode for you. Yeah, I, I really did like the episode. This is probably one of my favorite of that re, not reimagined, but when they kind of changed Justice League to Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. Um, you know, I I was a huge fan of the Wonder Woman Batman relationship. Like it was one of those weird times of like, yeah, I know usually the Superman Wonder Woman thing, like I kind of like that. I would have never thought Wonder Woman Batman. And it's, I, I really was sad they didn't continue it. That this is the one that kind of ties the bow on it. And it, 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 I don't think it come. No, it does not come about again after this. This is, I think this is one of the last, cause there's an episode where um, they're doing something with Gorilla City. And it looks like uh, something has fallen on top of like Wonder Woman and crushed her. And he's like, Batman's like digging at the dirt with his, with his hands. And, and there's a moment there, but yeah, it's not brought, it's only brought up a small handful of times in the series and it's not, it's never really uh, built upon. They hint at it in the episode uh, where the fan. When, when is once the once in future thing when Green Lantern, Wonder Woman and Batman go into the past and then the future, when is that? Is that, that's at the end of the first just the first Justice League run before it goes unlimited. Okay, because that's when that's when um, John Stewart and a Hot Girl are still an item because they suggest that him and Hot Girl had a kid, and that's Warhawk that we meet in Batman Beyond. Um, I think I'm going to have to check the list. I'm, I'm trying to remember that. But anyway, point being is that, yeah, the fact that this kind of ties the bow on the relationship between and too much time on that stuff. Yeah, man. So uh, what's your number four? 
My number four is Almost Got Him from Batman the Animated Series. Oh, that one hurt to leave off my list. That one like <laughs> caused me physical pain to not put on my list, but please talk about it. I love this episode. It's, it's such a good episode of every villain telling the story of how they almost killed Batman. Um, it's such a nice round table. You've got the different, doing different things. It's nice little quick vignettes. And I think I told you this before, but I'll, I'll kind of say it here is it also has a little bit of a soft spot in my heart because there was a fan film that I kept getting pulled back into that was based on this, um, this, this, this uh, episode. So I've watched it a lot of times and I just think it's, it's just one of those very random kind of cartoon episodes of like, we're going to make a Batman episode that Batman's not in. Or that is not the main character of the show. Yeah, he's not. He's he's barely in it other than being the kind of antagonist to all these villains stories. Um, I, I loved this episode so much when I was a kid. They made a uh, they used to do this a lot when I was a kid. I don't know if you remember these at all, Matt, when um, they would take episodes of a cartoon show, particularly Batman ones, and put them on like little on like cassette tapes with a book you could follow along and then like it would chime when it was time to turn the page i had the one for almost got them i listened to that cassette tape so much that it stopped working after a while um i loved this one this is one of my favorite stories i'm so glad they did it oh how the times have Oh, how the times have changed. I had those, but they were albums. <laughs> oh, you had the you had the uh, the vinyls. Yeah, the vinyls of, of like old like there was one for Empire Strikes Back. There was one for Batman. I had I did have like one of the first Batman books I ever had was it was Batman and Robin versus Man Bat. And it was an album. And then halfway through you had the album over. It was a little 45 and you had to flip the album over and continue. It was so, so funny. All right. So what's your number four? Uh, my number four is the one that we held on from you earlier. Mayhem of the music Meister from Batman, the brave and the bold. Oh my gosh. This is the first episode of brave and the bold. I watched you. Um, I think it might be the same. Honestly, I think this might, because I think I remember hearing that like, NPH was going to be in it or something, or it just happened to be on. But this is the first episode I remember watching, like beginning to end. Yeah, because I think I what happened is I was trying to show my son because he was a big fan of The Flash. I was like, hey, The Flash is in this Batman Brave and the Bold cartoon. Let's watch it. And what whoever had designed the links on the website we were watching it on messed up the links. And this episode played. And I was like, this is brilliant. This is hilarious. And uh, um, and yeah, we we watched it, and then that episode play for years. <laughs> well, something that I think is uh interesting. So this is this is the like one of those times where an animated series introduced a character before it was in the comics. Because the Music Meister didn't exist before this episode. He was created specifically for the Brave and the Bold. The episode was so popular, they actually do another take on this on The Flash at one point. 
um, the CW version of the flash. And, uh, he was played by, I believe Darren Chris from, uh, from, from Glee. I, yes. hate, I hate that. I know that. Cause uh, it, well, it was a, well, it was a Glee reunion because true flash was from Glee and Supergirl, Supergirl was, was from Glee. Glee. So yeah. they just like, Hey, we got them. Let's do it. I get it. But, but yeah, it's, but kind of like with Harley Quinn and the version of Mr. Freeze, as we know him now, he was introduced in this show for the first time. And um, when I just, it, but like just describing this episode to someone is it's Batman and friends, the musical with NPH as the music obsessed supervillain. What is there to not love about this? It's, it's, it's fantastic. Oh, I got my family the CD for Christmas because they love the music so much. <laughs> that's funny. That's fantastic. I got to get, I, I wonder if that's on, I wonder if that's on iTunes. I may have to, may have to pull that. <laughs> yeah. That, there is actually a video on Facebook somewhere of my son, maybe two or three years old singing. He drives us bats. Oh, that's funny. He loved that music. So. Yeah, this was, I want to, if you can find that video of your, of your kids singing it, I want to, I want to see that. That's funny. <laughs> I have to find it. I know I have it somewhere. Yeah. All right. What's your number three, man? What's your trace? Uh, my, well, no, this be your number three now. Cause that was my number four. What's your number? Okay. Th- my number three actually surprised me because it was one of those like, Oh yeah, no, no, I, I have to do this is a, uh, it's strange new world from the Batman. Okay. And yeah, go talk about that one because I got to remember which one that is. That's the one where Batman is running around in the entire city are zombies. And it's first, it's him and Robin running around. And then Robin gets turned into a zombie. And then, like, the back third of the episode, you realize that what it is is everybody is okay and he's drugged. But because he's the one who's drugged, he thinks he's living in a, in a zombie apocalypse that's right yeah 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 yeah. i remember that one so like the first half of the thing you really feel like batman and robin are running around gotham that's post-apocalyptic zombie trying to save the city and then when robin gets taken and what it actually is is that they give robin the antidote and then you're like oh my gosh batman's by himself and that like the cops are chasing him and trying to get him to calm down and it was just such that just a cool perspective of this is how a lot of cartoons go or a lot of like movies go. You start and it's already happened. And then to have the twist of like, no, no, no. Batman's the one that's messed up. Everybody else is fine. <laughs> I just thought that was a neat twist and it was a cool episode and, and rare, a rare dark episode for this series. It is a very dark episode because it, it gives you this sense of like, what the hell is he going to do? There's no way that, like like what what like or like what are the repercussions going to be from any of his actions here and yeah to see where he kind of like like he is moments away from turning all of gotham into into zombies um and it's it's one of those great moments of when you stop and think back when when with batman thinking like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute Oh, and you kind of have that the same way, the same time Batman does the viewers kind of like son of a bit. Yep. Mm, good for you. Good, good, good writing. Good writing there team. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you almost like when Robin gets taken, you're almost like, no, not Robin. And then you're like, oh, no, they saved Robin. Okay, crap. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really good one, um, especially because it's, I think this is one of the last times until the finale that we get Hugo Strange. Um, yes. Which I think his episodes of the Batman tend to be some of my favorite because they're very cerebral. Um, and up until the finale, uh, the Lost Heroes parts one and two, um, I think this is the last time we see him, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. All right, are we on your number three now? Yeah, my number three is one I know you haven't seen because I know you haven't watched this show. It's from Batman Beyond. It's called Meltdown. Okay. So Meltdown is a, it's the only Mr. Freeze episode of Batman Beyond. It's in the first season when he is still learning the ropes of being Batman. And it's a moment where, you know, some demons of Bruce's past, like with a lot of these episodes, uh, uh, come into not only to haunt Terry, but it also is the beginning of building Terry's own rogues gallery as well. So basically because of Mr. Freeze's condition, he's, he's still alive. Um, but he's basically just a head at this point. So with future technology and all that, they, um, because De Derek powers is suffering from the severe radiation poisoning from, from the pilot that's slowly killing his body. So to try and see if they can gr grow him a new body, they try to experiment on Freeze's head. Freeze gets a new body and he's trying to basically make up for his sins of his past after, you know, the 50 years, whatever that it's been. Um, and he really does try. He goes to visit. He goes because Nora, Nora Freeze has since died. and He goes to visit her grave. Um, and then like the son of someone that Freeze killed in the past tries to take him out and he feels bad. So he's trying to do good. And, and Terry is, you know, Terry McGinnis Batman is trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Bruce old man Bruce doesn't trust him and they're still just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. Um, but it turns out freezes condition is starting to revert itself again and come back. And then, uh, you know, he finds out that he was just part of this experiment and they're just going to terminate him. So he kind of snaps, um, finds one of his old free suits in, in he, he literally says the term cold storage, which is fantastic. Um, cause that's literally what it is. And it's, <laughs> and, it's a, and it's an ice pun. So it works on two levels. Um, and it's kind of just he's he's pissed off because he was trying to do the right thing and people still aren't treating him right. And this is where we get the creation of of blight. And I love this because one, it, it, it continues the version of Mr. Freeze that was introduced to us in Batman, the animated series in the 90s, because prior to that, Mr. Freeze was just a jewel thief who liked ice, who went by like four different names. Yeah. Um, the animated series is what introduced the whole like dying wife thing and and which is makes him my fit which is still to this day makes mr freeze my favorite batman villain of all time for that for that exact reason that he's basically just if batman because i think batman has a lot of respect for for mr freeze um i'll get to that in another episode but uh he this is one of those moments where you find out like yeah mr freeze just can't freaking catch a break and it's great because it starts to also build into the overarching storyline of what happened with with because this is the man who essentially had uh terry's father killed and so it plays into both versions of batman's history really well 
while still continuing to explore the story of Mr. Freeze and just kind of really how uh, deep set his psychosis is that just uh, once again, he's mistreated and, and it's just he's cast aside and it just makes him snap. So, yeah. Nope. Never seen that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Then what's your number two? My number two is from Batman, the animated series, and it's never fear. Which one's that? I'm assuming it's a scarecrow one. Yeah, it's the one when it's like the scarecrow has a serum that takes people's fear away completely and totally. So it makes them like crazy. Okay. And Bat gets it. Okay. And um, this is the one, that, the scene that always gets me is like, because he's as he's matches Malone and he's trying to sneak around and find out what's going on. He gets captured and then Scarecrow gives him the serum, not knowing it's Bruce Wayne slash Batman and has him like in this pit. And he's like, oh, you know, just shoots him. But then he's like, well, he's not scared. Just to come towards me, he starts walking towards him. And there's alligators in this pond and they attack him. And Scarecrow's like, oh, okay, cool. Walks off and then blood comes up and Bruce Wayne comes out of the water. And he's, you know, with his bare hands killed these two alligators. And then at that point, he then, of course, goes home, gets, you know, Tim Drake. They dress up and they go out. And then it's like having Batman with no fear. So now he's not afraid to kill somebody. He's not afraid to drive the, fly the bat plane, super dangerous. Like the whole... So then what happens is, is he's so over the edge, Robin has to like tie him up and solve the, the, and solve the case because the whole thing is like the scarecrow is going to release the toxin to the city. So you have the entire city going nuts because no one's afraid to do anything. Right. But it's just a really cool, like just seeing Batman be, you know, no holds barred with everything he's doing, like beating people up and doing these things things just like okay yeah no that's that's right that's what it is it's called never fear it's from the the last season of batman animated series when they had redid everything oh okay gotcha all right uh well my number two is is it ring any bells not really i think i just got to go back and rewatch those again because it's obviously it's been a while i gotta go back and find that one again um yeah that's a good one my number two is from that kind of same era of, of the Batman animated stuff when they did the re, the redesign of the Bruce Tim stuff. Uh, it's from the when it was then called the Batman Superman Adventures. It's the world's finest episode where Batman and Superman finally meet. It was on my honorables. I get and it. I, I, there, I should probably like preface that there are a number of episodes that are technically my favorites right but they're not my favorites because of batman and we'll talk about those later but that that was like one of those like yeah it's a really good episode but it's it's batman and superman but it is in my opinion how you didn't just do that in live action gotcha well and with world's finest world's finest was the first time for me as a kid that i ever saw the first meeting of batman and superman usually when i would read comics it was when they had already met and there weren't any, there weren't a whole lot of movies or anything. There definitely weren't any movies where these two had, had interacted. So it was a, it was a big moment where I was like, Oh my God, they're finally gonna like meet up and, and see how this is going to go. Um, and it was a very great 
character character story as well because you have the whole thing with Bruce Wayne and Lois Lane falling in with, with each other. Um, the idea of uh, Lex Luthor interacting with the working with the Joker and how these two worlds would kind of would kind of coincide. Um, the way that Bruce and Bruce and uh, Batman and Superman discover each other's identities. That Superman just goes boom x-ray and so batman's like fine i'll just follow you okay cool now i know who you are and and what are we gonna do what are we doing here um and to see how they yeah they don't like each other but they're willing to do what they can because again it's it's that idea of like i don't like you and you don't like me but look we we're here to do a thing also you get probably one of the sickest burns ever from batman in this where when the giant plane thing is like crashing and they've all jumped out parachuted and batman's got harley and she goes oh my god pudding because joker's still in there she goes oh my god pudding and batman says at this point he probably is and i was just like god <laughs> yeah. Yeah. come on damn bruce like, no, i i love that yeah i love that because like it's kind of interesting to think about now is that the dark Knight returns is the first storyline to ever introduce the fact that Superman and Batman are at odds before that comic. And you look at like all the old comics or cartoons, they're just buddy old pals. They, they're, they're not any kind of, there's no different viewpoint of what justice and good is. And it, it's the late 80s and through the 90s where you get this kind of antagonist ideal between the two of them. So to have this cartoon kind of play with that is fantastic. And it has one of my favorite Batman moments of all time, which is when after the first episode and they've saved Lois and the Superman's like, you know, thank you for your help. If, if I had no, if thank you, if it wasn't for your help, I wouldn't have been able to save Lois. And he's like, I'm aware of that. <laughs> he just fires the batarang, flies off, and you're just like, you're a prick. <laughs> it's and it's that I think we talked about a different episode of like those moments you don't get in solo Batman movies. So to have you know, I would love to have Ben Affleck have treated Henry Cavill's Superman that way of like you know. Thanks, Bruce, for bringing me back to life. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Like, yeah, I know. You know. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was there. I'm aware. <laughs> so, um, it, and yeah, it's just, it's, and also again, like being, I was like, I think I was like 10 years old when this one ran. Um, like there was just that excitement of, of again, I'd read comics where they were already working together, but you know at this point batman the animated series have been going for a long time and superman superman's animated series have been going for a couple years too and there was that question of like are these guys ever actually gonna and because when they originally launched the show it was called the batman superman adventures they didn't actually cross over until like well into the season it was just they 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 right this is Yeah, technically, this is the end of season one of the Superman cartoon. Yeah. If you buy the Superman DVD set from years ago, this is the last three episodes on that on that set. So this is what introduces the new design for Batman. Because when, when it was the Batman Superman adventures, it was basically like, depending on what day you 
you watched is what show was on. So it was like every other day it was either a Superman cartoon or is the Batman cartoon. And originally it was all just the reruns of the original at Batman, the animated series and new episodes of Superman. And then once they finally got up to spec, they were, it was then the newer episodes of, uh, of Batman. Well, with that being said, uh, talking about world's finest, what's, what's your world's finest? What's your number one on your list? I was surprised, but not surprised, but it's, uh, it's the one that kind of started this whole thing with you and I talking about this kind of podcast thing. And that's a chill of the night from Batman, brave and the bold. Take it away, man. (laughs) Just this, like what part of what made this special to me was I remember reading the book. This thing is based on. I had like this little like nickel collector book. It was literally like the size of a kid's novel, maybe four by four. And it was the pre-crisis origin of Batman. And this book had the story of um, like, this is the reason why I didn't see for a second that Descartes was actually Rachel Ghul and Batman Begins because it tells a story of a young Bruce Wayne taken on the garb of a Robin and trying to learn to be a detective and going to Europe and finding this guy named Ducard, who was an excellent detective and learning how to be a detective from that man. And it also told like this weird, had this moments of him going back in time somehow and seeing his dad in the bat suit, which is in this episode. So it's almost page for page that storyline that sands the, the Ducard stuff, but also the meta-ness of it's Batman trying to find out the man. He, he figured out who the man that killed his parents is and then starts trying to find him. And the specter and Phantom Stranger are watching this and witnessing this and they're voiced by Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, Bruce Wayne's dad is played by Adam West. Like there's just all these different things um, that kind of play out exactly like the book did. It's also the same guy voicing Two-Face who uh, voiced him in the Batman the Animated Series, who I believe voiced Richard Yeah, who he he does a couple different voices in this episode. He voices Two-Face and he voices um, the guy the 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 mob boss who's dying in the hospital bed at the top of the episode, um, who gives him the name Joe. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're about. Um, yeah. so it's again, it's it's just it's not the first time in ba- Brave and the Bold that they did a love letter to other Batman, you know, stuff. There's the one where he goes to Zur and R, and you've got Kevin Conroy as Batman. You've got um um Clancy Brown back as Clancy that- Brown as looks Luther. Luther and I'm blanking on the actress's name, but she's back as their version of Lois. Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney, thank you. Um, so it's yeah, it's far from being the the first or last time they would pay tribute to other Batman uh, animated stuff. Yeah, and also uncharacteristically dark, and I don't mean like because there are some yeah, very dark because there is no like. For the most of the series, Batman is kind of smiling. He's having fun. But this is like, he is just straight up vengeance going after Joe Chill. 
and it's amazing because you know then of course the ultimate demise of joe chill and then that weird creepiness of like you know wow it's so funny that thing collapsed and killed joe chill yes funny that (laughs) and you're just like good night you guys are just because they're the specter and phantom stranger they're always influencing things it's kind of what their character is so you just get that moment of like wow it's like I, I just I just love this episode so much. And um yeah, this is I had to put it at the top of my list. Um, any guesses to what my number one is? Um no. Is it a Batman Beyond or is it a the Batman episode? It's neither. This is from Batman the Animated Series. It is Heart of Ice. Oh man, which I've is, not been paying attention. Yes, which is their their guess. their first. This is the first introduction of Mister Freeze in this show. This is the first time we're seeing the emotional, kind of tragic, fallen from grace character of Mister Freeze that we that we all know and love now, and 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 know is kind of the standard, which is something that I think the Batman completely shit the bed on. But that's not that's for another show. Um, but with this episode, <laughs> we get. Um, incredible, incredible voice acting. Um, and I'm trying to find the dude's name now because I completely did not write it down and I feel like a total ass. Uh, Michael Ansara. Uh, Michael Ansara will always be the voice of Mr. Freeze for me. The way that we, the way that we uh, associate Kevin Conroy with Batman, anytime I hear anyone do the voice of Mr. Freeze, my first reaction is always, well, how does it compare to, um, to, to this guy? Cause I mean, it's, it's so hard to be because they, they brought him back for when they did the re for the, the new Batman adventures, which is the redesign of Bruce Tim. He shows up for the, for meltdown, the episode of Batman beyond we were talking about, but that's also kind of the last time he ever voiced uh, Mr. Freeze. I was kind of hoping that was, you know, obviously there was that hope they'd bring him back at some point. Um, I think he passed away in like like about 10 years ago, give or take. So I don't think he was around to make it to voice him in Arkham City. Well, Arkham City came out in 2012, but regardless, um, it, it was a bummer that he never got to do it again. Uh, all that and the, uh, the Mr. Free, the Sub-Zero movie they did. The Mr. Freeze Batman movie called Sub-Zero, not a Mortal Kombat movie. Um, but Heart of Ice, like to, to sum it up in as far as how because first of all, like this this episode won them an Emmy. Um, this they won yes. a uh, won the Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing in an Animated Program, and and nothing exemplifies that more than this one quote from the episode where Mister Freeze is talking to Batman, and he says, uh, you know, tonight I mean to pay back the man who ruined my life. Batman says, even if you have to kill everyone in the building to do it, and Mr. Freeze, this line is so good. Even in a monotone, he says, think of it, Batman, to never again walk on a summer's day with the hot wind in your face and a warm hand to hold? Oh, yes. I'd kill for that. Like, just... yeah. It's, it's all oh, that writing is... That's just... It's so poetic, and it's so tragic, and your heart just breaks where you realize like the hell that this man is living in right now and will be for the rest of his life. Um, the, the, uh, the Mr. Freeze, cause I, a lot of folks don't know this. who didn't grow up with the show. Every villain had their own theme song in the show. So you always kind of knew yes. 
what was going to be who was who was going to be involved in what um and mr freeze's theme song is so tragic and so haunting because it's that music box tone it feels like winter but it also kind of has that feeling of sadness and death and this i mean this episode is one of the ones that just it's always i think this was one of the first episodes of the show i remember seeing as a kid and it just it I, it stuck with me even as a kid it was one of those like whenever the repeats were airing i would get so excited a when it was a mr freeze episode or b when it was this mr freeze episode um it also is one of the earliest indications that that Batman and 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 Alfred have a love for chicken soup, um, because it's kind of it's kind of a, a, a this 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 funny in, in a Batman group on Facebook. We always like to talk in, in threads about how Batman and Alfred really love chicken soup because it comes up a lot in the comics that Alfred made chicken soup for Batman, and it comes up in several of the animated movies, and it comes up in this episode too because because of Mister Freeze. Uh, Batman gets a cold like there's a moment where we get to have Kevin Conroy as Batman just sneeze like his life depends on it and and before he goes out to fight him uh, Alfred hands him a thermos and he's like what is this some kind of gas grenade no it's chicken soup (laughs) and that's ultimately what he defeats Mr. Freeze with as he breaks it on his helmet and someone's like what was that he goes a cure (laughs) Um, so it's just it's I love this episode so much it's it's i mean it it won an emmy and you're goddamn right it won an emmy this episode is amazing yeah that's anytime he showed up his his when he reappears in the the fourth or third season depending how you look at the seasons of the show and he's just the head like it's just creepy and you're just freaked out because you're like this dude has just lost everything and honestly i really like that sub-zero movie it's like, I thought it was really good. Like it just gets no attention in any way, shape, or form because it's not really a movie per se, because it's only like 55 minutes long. It's so it's, it's not it's one of those direct VHS ones. And part of the reason it's so good is because it's everybody involved with the animated series just made yes. a movie. But the the reason I think it tanked is because it came out at the same time as Batman and Robin. Yes. Yes. It came out at the exact same time as Batman and Robin, which was a Batman movie with Mr. Freeze that everyone hated. And so it kind of got buried with that. But then this was also right before they transitioned into the redesigns with everything. So it kind of just got lost in the scuffle of all that. And everyone just was kind of with the whole people having now the sour taste in their mouth for Batman and Mr. Freeze. It kind of just got lost in that. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, but no, yeah, that's a good episode, and that's I mean, dude, as much as like I, I said that the I mean, I mean, series sometimes some of those episodes are kind of blah. There's such goodness in there, and like I I need to do a rewatch of that show. I, I rewatched most of it like two years ago, but I think I need to go back and do it again. Um, so yeah, highly recommend it. I, as somebody who just finished rewatch, who just finished watching the Brave and the Bold for the first time. And rewatching the Batman, I think now I think I might go ahead and go back and rewatch the animated series and Batman Beyond and all that stuff because there's just there's so much good in there. And maybe on this rewatch, my list totally changes. Who the hell knows? But these are the ones that came to my mind like instinctively when I was thinking about episodes that I really like. So yeah. But what are some other ones? Some some honorable mentions, some that were kind of coming up there. Uh, well, I mentioned almost got him was one I almost I 
that hurt to not put on here. Um, Feet of Clay, I really, 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 really wanted to put on here um, as both parts one and two, because I love Clayface so much. Um, you talk about if I could if I could have, you know, playing with house money, if I could make a Batman movie, it would be a Clayface horror movie, a horror movie with Clayface as the villain, because what's scarier than a shape shifting serial killer that can hide in plain sight? Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I never really liked any of the Mad Hatter episodes. No, I'm there with you. They were OK. It was a bummer because I like the Mad Hatter. But so those two were on there. Um, I did consider one episode of the batman um it was gonna be and i don't have it written down trying to remember which one it was now i think it was it was either i think it was the i think it was the episode with harley yeah it was the episode where they introduced harley quinn um from season three i think it was um because it was a slightly different take on a slightly different take on not only harley quinn but on the relationship between harley and joker made it a little less uh stockholmy um and just just more to that's the one where she's like the the tv show psychiatrist right yeah she was like one of those those tv relationship doctors and she falls in with joker just because she's she's desperate and thinks he's kooky and it's like i said it's it's a lot less it's a lot less stockholmy um a lot less yeah mental abuse and a lot more just two kooky people fighting themselves fighting each other at the right time which i think was because the batman was so geared towards kids they were trying at that point a lot of the a lot of the criticisms had come up about joker's joker and harley's abuse you know very toxic abusive relationship i think they were trying to pull away from that a little bit especially since they were doing something totally different with joker anyway um I think I think it hit more than it missed, but it's it's just a really good, funny, well-written episode. So I thought about yeah. putting that one on there too. Um, that and there was also the one from the Batman with um, the friends of theirs who were basically the anti-Batman and Robin. Wrath and Scorn, yeah. Wrath and Scorn, and then there was the one that was um, the uh, the one that was basically based on Dark Knight Returns, where it's like the people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, so there was a couple that I thought about, but ultimately they were just like, yeah, I mean, I like them, but these are the ones that my mind just kind of kept defaulting back to. Yeah. About you. I think you're saying, I'm the same. Like, I'm sure if I rewatch some of these things of episodes, but I had to go like over the edge which is actually a Batgirl story. Do you remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, I have a really weird soft spot for Beware the Creeper. (laughs) When that that weird, the the news reporter becomes the Creeper, and he's, like, obsessed with Harley Quinn. Do you remember that episode? Vaguely. I remember not liking it. It's so weird and wacky because it's like, like he, he some like I don't remember how he I was like the Joker tries to kill him and he gets put in a vat and then he comes out and he's got like all this weird powers but it's it's just about him 
figuring out who he is now that he has these abilities and Batman's chasing after him and the Joker's chasing after him. He's chasing after Harley Quinn. And it's just this weird, like what is happening in this episode? Uh, But again, it's because of him, not because of Batman. Mad Love was another one I thought about. Um, You Scratch My Back, which is a Nightwing centric episode. Robin's Wrecking, which is all about Robin's. Um, and then the other ones like do your night of the ninja and day of the samurai do you remember that weird like two-parter that actually has like six episodes between part one vaguely part two? that that sounds re- really familiar that's the one where the, the guy who knew bruce wayne when he was in the ninja clan comes and attacks him and then like he defeats him and then he meets him in japan like six episodes later and they fight again it's 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 that one those two were really good and then the other one which is again one of those like blah was team penguin from the batman and that was the introduction of robin into that series oh yeah i do remember that one and my favorite of the penguin going like oh who's this cute little guy and robin jumps and kicks him in the gut pulls his hat down and then just starts boxing the crap out of him and the other team has to save Penguin because he's just getting his, his butt whooped by Robin. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember because when, when when they introduced Robin on the show is where Batgirl took a huge backseat. Like, yes. the final season, she's in like two episodes. And in one of them, she doesn't even have any dialogue. She's just in the background of the final scene. Well, I think I told you before what it was is that Teen Titans was going on and they wouldn't let the Batman have up. Yeah, I remember so that. So like the moment Teen Titans ends, Robin is like the next season in the show. And yeah, unfortunately, which I thought was a shame. I mean, there was kind of like a team dynamic with Batgirl there half the time. But yeah, I really like that in that particular show, the third season is Batgirl trying to become Batman's sidekick. Yeah. So... But no, those are those are some of my honorable mentions. There's probably a bunch of others I could think about, but um, like I said, ultimately it was like, no, I'm liking those episodes because they're not because of Batman. Yeah. So trying to think of favorite episodes that are actually Batman centric or about Batman was was kind of my challenge. Well, we want to know what you guys think. What are some of your favorite episodes from any of the Batman animated series? Are you a bigger fan of 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 the Batman or Brave and the Bold animated series Beyond? Like do. You, do, are you one of the five people that actually watched Beware the Batman and has an episode from that that you might actually like? Lord knows it's not either one of us, but let us know what you guys think. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Shea. Uh, follow me at Mr. J Ninja. And we will see you guys again here. Uh, same bat time, same bat podcast channel. See you next time, guys. <laughs>